It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, that's something that annoys me, but I have to put up with it because I I have (laughs) him as my partner. (laughs) And I bring that up because they asked people online if there was something about their spouse or significant other that they absolutely hated about them, but they could never tell them. Mm. And as much as you like to think that your spouse is your soulmate and the two of you just are perfect together, uh, most of us have at least one or two of those things that just drive us nuts, but we just, we bury it down deep. Mm, Yeah, you find out later in the relationship, like, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, man. Well, mm. not always. No? Sometimes, and that's the thing, we make a bad mistake when we're dating. Mm -hmm. We think we're auditioning for that person. When in reality, we should be auditioning them to see if they're right for us. But we're so busy trying to show them that we're right for them that we forget to make sure that we can stand them for any length of time. But I also think that you should be brutally honest and let them see all the bad stuff after, you know, a month or so. Problem with if, that if, is if things are going well. Then they might move on to another person that's hiding their good, their bad stuff, and so then you well, lose out. But you weren't meant to be with each other anyway. If that's going to get on your nerves twenty years later, or ten years later. Well, yeah, I think that's a you could end up not ever finding anyone if you weren't careful. Oh, thank you. You, you, <laughs> you know what? The, I think one of the keys is just having a lot of grace and mercy because you know you get you do things that get on their nerves. And they're going to do things to get on your nerves. I do it a little different, but okay. similar. I, I will think whenever something bugs me about her, yeah. I'll think of something I know that I do that bugs her, and then I cancel those things out. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some cases, it's worse than others. Sometimes it's just me breathing. No, oh, okay. Well, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you do sound like Darth Vader sometimes. <laughs> okay. Well, here are some answers other people gave about things they hated about their significant other, but they've learned to just bury it in their minds. <laughs> her boyfriend. Not, <laughs> not that mentioned, no. They ain't found him yet. <laughs> this is a great one right off the bat. A guy has a wife who thinks she has a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. But she doesn't. And she sings really loud and confidently all throughout the house all the time. Yeah, I know I don't sing well, but does that stop me? Absolutely not. And I will be obnoxious about it. Okay, it was John that wrote in. Okay. <laughs> I figured. Yeah, Tori's husband. Um, you know, uh, if she's just around the house... Let her sing her heart's desire. You well, say that until it, you put up with it for well, the he 15. he can walk out and do yard work. But if she's trying to, to, to become an American Idol, yeah. then <laughs> tell gotta, her no. You got to tell her. You yeah. got to tell her. You gotta be no, honest. you don't have to be the one. Let someone else. Let, let Simon do the work for you. Let her sing karaoke in a bar. Simon? <laughs> Simon Cowell? Yeah. He was, he's the brutal guy that would tell someone. Well, on America's Got Talent. On America okay. Idol, he's on okay. a bunch of stuff. He's if you look on Britain, he's like on one of those things. Okay. My kids watch it on YouTube all the time. Well, I'm just saying, I think sometimes when you have a singing voice, yes, you can go ahead and do that in the comfort of your own home or dancing weird or whatever you want to do. do that. But if you do it out in public, or if you even think, what if what if she thinks she has a good voice and she really doesn't? It's That's like one of those exactly quest- what they said. One of those questionable moments, like you know, if it's really bad, she ain't gonna sing anyway. A guy's wife. I, I, yeah. I, I know that. That's what I'm saying. But she thinks she thinks she's very good at singing. I think about that whenever we talk about having kids because I think lullabies. And I just imagine my kids. You know, I'm trying to like hush a little bit, and they're like, "Mom, make it stop." <laughs> they're like, okay. "Hush, I'll hush." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A woman hates her husband's family, but has to pretend them so he to like them so he won't get upset. That's like every man, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you have to be very. Uh, I don't know how to put it. 
grace field sometimes in those relationships. Well, because I've just quit going over. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Do, you, do you get along, Tori, with uh, John's in-laws? I mean, your in-laws? <laughs> yeah, John's? I get along with his in-laws. <laughs> John's uh, mom and dad? Yeah, yes. His mom and I are big buddies. We're drinking buddies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, my wife gets along with my parents really well, too. But you don't get along with her parents. I, You know what? I get along with her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I get along with him fine. Okay, move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right, yes, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Snoring. They can't control it, so you have to deal with it, but it can drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. These are things that people uh, find out they can't stand about their partner. One woman said, how indecisive my husband is. Even planning one date together is exhausting because he can't make up his mind. A lot of people are like that. Yes, most everyone. Friends I don't too. know, maybe not. My friends and I are going out. It's like we drive around going, where do you want oh, to go? Oh, you might be right. Yeah. You might be yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. It it tells us the same <laughs> place. <laughs> I know what you're doing, Tom. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. Kato does, though. I was being indecisive. I, I wasn't listening. You're, you're not indecisive, <laughs> though. I'm not. I'm, I'm a take-charge kind of guy. You are. You're a take-charge kind of guy, and kind of being inconvenient somebody, because you're like, I'm going to go to this restaurant. Yes. But yeah. I but I yeah. will roll with it if someone else wants to go to another restaurant. Yeah. I just want someone to make a decision. You always want to roll with it when you go to a restaurant. <laughs> you get it? A roll, yeah, I get a roll, like a roll with, with it. With it. <laughs> I think those kinds of people are so necessary, because it's not that I'm indecisive. It's just that I like all food, so I'll go wherever. So people like you who just say, we're going to go to Western Sizzler. Is that a thing still? Western Sizzler? Uh, somewhere, I'm sure. But I'm saying, but I mean, if if we have to go everywhere he goes every time. I don't, don't do that. I'm just saying as an example. Okay. Like we used to get breakfast. We're like, hey, we're going to IHOP. He goes, well, I want Hardee's. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, but you could still go to IHOP. But I'm saying that that's you being difficult. No, it's not. Yeah, I just was like, I'll go to I, uh, whatever, Hardee's, and you go to hey, IHOP. Hey, There's two places. You can go to side. two places. He's a take-charge kind of guy. We need those people, Kato. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> I was on your side. No, not you. Oh, okay. Uh, they uh-huh. can't take criticism. <laughs> <laughs> and that's go. tough because you can't tell someone that because it feels like you're criticizing, that's so true. it creates a huge loop. Well, yeah, you're always trying to be defensive, too. Uh, two yeah. more here. This one I don't have to worry about. They're a bad kisser. A woman complained oh about it, God. said she hoped her husband would get better, but it's been years, so she's given up. Well, did he just, did, was he good at one point, and then he got bad over the years, and then now she they're She hoped to, he would get better at it, but it's been years, so she's given up. That's what I'm saying. Was he good at it right before they got married? Because she married someone that's a bad kisser. She so. married someone that was a bad kisser. She hoped he would get better it's at her it. Fault. Mm-hmm. I, see, I just think some guys, they put a lot of effort into it when they're dating. And then all of a sudden you get married and you're like, ah, you know what? And it goes by the wayside. You don't practice as much anymore practice? and you get bad. That's a, that's a built-in thing if you're talented like me. And then finally, they're <laughs> dumb. One woman said her husband's a really sweet guy and she loves him, but she can't even have a slightly intelligent conversation with him. Well, she probably knew that going into she it, did, so that's on her. She did, she thought she would be able, that, it, that his niceness would make up for it. You can't change people. That's, we women are always like, we'll change them. We'll yep. ma- no, they are who they are, that's good like, or bad. I've always seen the little cartoon where the guy, the bride and the groom are at the wedding cake, and she's thinking, I'm going to change him. And he's thinking, she'll never change. If we're at the wedding cake, the only thing we're thinking is, thank God I can get fat now. 
I did oh, not okay. know that. See, uh, that's what they're doing. That's why the wedding cake is there. During the dating season, they're trying to get all in shape, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden the cake comes. Is that on your list, how they work out for a year <laughs> while we're dating, and we get married, and he, he starts eating? It was, but I took it out. off because that's what I did. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust anybody anymore. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Kato was dancing around here while the songs were playing, and... Uh, he said a study found that dancing is good for masculinity. Hmm? Yeah, and it helps you better understand their own identity when yes, you dance. Yes, it does, Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> a few twirls around. I'll be honest. <laughs> a lot of times I'll see videos of the guys dancing, you know, on these social media platforms like TikTok, and I'm like, man, I, I wish I could dance like that. They're good. They really are, and I know that girls would really enjoy that. I don't think that dancing is even slightly good for most men's masculinity most of us it makes look like a bunch of idiots well that's because you're not dancing good the guys that dance well yeah they come off and they pull it off and you're like man it looks cool you heard what i said though most guys come off looking horrible on this because most guys can't dance well okay even if you can't though it takes a lot of confidence to get out on the dance floor and that can be a little sexy too no you laugh at us when we no. dance. here's the thing the girls no, want to dance face. They want to dance. The girls want to dance. Yep. Okay. They got so girls for that. They don't care how you look, really, for the most part. They are laughing at you. 22% of men have faked injury or illness to get out of dancing, just to let you know. Heck yeah. <laughs> I caught pneumonia one night. <laughs> I got flat feet. I can't dance tonight. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. But just know if you're not dancing with your woman, I will. Oh, that's true. Wow. Yeah. My wife yeah. dances with other ladies. Thank you. I think I was dancing with your wife the night you met her. (laughs) Yeah, that's the last time, too, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, why would, you know, you have your hands up in the air. Like you just don't care. Wave them like you just (laughs) don't care. But if I do care, should they just stay in my pocket? Like, what if I am caring about that moment? You should wave them like you care. (laughs) Okay, so so you can wave them like you don't care and wave them like you care. There's two different dances (laughs) there, and I had no idea. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, but I'm just like, why you go to the trouble if you don't care? I think that's the point. It's like that guy on the side of the road, the, the inflatable guy when there's a sale. Okay. He's just waving <laughs> around like he don't care. That's the way he does it. Well, I think the don't care part is you don't care what people think about you waving your arms in the air. There you go. Okay. Well, if you Epiphany. want to improve, <laughs> here's five dance moves that make men more attractive to women. Okay, okay. I can help with this. <laughs> okay. I know a few that they aren't. Okay. I, the sprinkler has not ever been real attractive or worked well I for me. People just do that, though, to be silly. They don't do that as a serious dance. Oh. What? The sprinkler. <laughs> so where you go. I have never seen anybody do that in public. Well, you've never been dancing with me. See? Exactly. <laughs> I was doing the wrong sprinkler. I was doing the one that goes up and over. <laughs> very slow. It comes back. I'm the installed in the ground sprinkler. My head will pop up all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I start spitting. Okay. This is starting to sound fun. Well, they say move your head, Cato. That is good. Whether you're nodding or shaking your head just to, to the beat. Okay. I do that in the car sometimes. Okay. Like, you want to keep it loose, though. Want to keep it loose is what they say. It sounds like a bobblehead. They say don't don't act like you're wearing a neck brace. You've seen the guys that don't, you know, they got their shoulders up and their neck won't even move. Okay. Do you most, agree? Most guy dances are designed to take up as little space as possible so that you don't look like a fool. 
All right, Tori, how about moving your wrists? They say that. You don't want them all locked up. So kind of move your wrist around, too, you know, if they're like, you know, you're not moving your head and you got your wrist locked. Yeah. Flappy wrist. Unless you're doing the robot, then you have to be <laughs> stiff. But, yes, well, loosen it up. Some of those dances they do, you know, and I'm not talking about the robot, but where they're doing the fast, jerky moves. Like yeah, I'm like, robot. how do those guys do that? I don't know. It's so cool. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of TikTok dance And like videos. I said, most guys can't do this stuff. Most right. of us look like idiots. If you go watch TikTok, a lot of guys are doing sure, it. Sure, that's, 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 that's because out? that's out of millions and millions of people. But the general population, it's, they're like some super tiny percentage of I, it. I disagree. Okay. I think you got guys out there that are shagging with their wives oh and my their God. girlfriends. Yes. And, and you know what? You <laughs> always see a smile on the girl's face. She loves it. It doesn't matter. Go, yeah. go to the blind horse. Yeah. You'll see how many country guys out there. Okay. Yeah, but they're learning a line dance. It's, it's like they just do the, what they're supposed to do. Okay, don't argue anymore, okay? Move <laughs> yes, your left please. shoulder. Like, bounce your left shoulder up and down once in a while. The, just the, the one shoulder? Well, you can, or just, you know, kind of move them both over. And then <laughs> I'm not allowed to argue. Tori, is this good advice? I mean, I think everyone's different. This That's is research. <laughs> this has been research. This is what the ladies like. The five dance moves that make men more attractive to women. Yeah. According to women. Let me get some research out here off the internet. Oh, I have five moves that, that they say so women loud don't in the like. Headphones. I believe the research from the internet on this more than I believe your research on this subject. Okay, make fast movements with your right knee. <laughs> you still with him? Make, sure, make what? Make sure your uh, right leg swivels. You know, so, so you got knee. a swiveling right leg and a jerky left shoulder. They're going to send you to the hospital. So, yeah, somebody's going to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's having a stroke. I yeah. feel like I made a point here and y'all aren't giving me credit for it. Anyway, Hawk, what's the next one? All right, Aww. and finally keep your I'm upper body. Finally keep your upper body moving. Okay, you want your torso to move around as opposed to having, you know, flat arms and. All that stuff. I could see me having a cheat sheet up on the dance yeah. floor. Yeah, exactly. supposed to do elbow, yeah. left arm, no, no, leg. Don't, don't flail your arms either, you know. Just flail loose. Then you turn yourself around and do the hokey pokey. <laughs> now, I can do the hokey pokey because there are instructions to that one. <laughs> <laughs> if, they're in, if they're giving us the instructions, those are easier yeah, to do. True. But uh, researchers say uh. these moves could be biologically, biological signals to show off your masculinity. They're biological signals of some sort of disease or illness. I will say, if some guy is doing this towards me in a bar, I'm going to cover my drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, now I want to go dance, and I haven't been dancing. <laughs> Coming up, we are going to have the dance moves you should not do, fellas. That's going to be from Tom's uh, list. Uh, you did it for me just now. <laughs> no, no. Listen, you've got a bunch that are worse than these that you do. I've seen you on the dance floor. I'm sorry, yeah. but uh, mine are, no, mine are the ones that are safe. I don't take up much space. I move in a very small, it's like the 80s dance. You just kind of put your arms out like this and you just kind of don't move much. I've seen you hunch a leg before, so don't that's even when, that. That's with my wife. It's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. With the internet, we see so many weird things that we would have never known about before. I agree. I mean, Al Gore did a great thing when he invented it. Yeah. And that was a lie. I don't know, Cato. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> I trust him. Yeah. Uh, but 
to me, it's amazing some of the things people do to themselves and don't tell anyone about for the longest time until they have to go to the hospital because they can't put it off any longer. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> so there's a woman, mm -hmm. and she went into the emergency room at the hospital because she was having some pretty extreme pains, and she thought she had a urinary tract infection. Okay. Ouch. Turned out to be the largest bladder stone ever. And there's a little more to that story, though. The bladder stone. It's St. It's, it's Patrick's Day. So you got to say Blarney Stone. Uh, yeah. Blarney Stone. <laughs> um, it, it apparently, it was the largest they'd ever seen in someone's bladder. And it was a huge stone that had created itself by wrapping around a shot glass that had been there for quite some time. Hmm. She had apparently somehow managed to get a shot glass so that you would take a drink out of in her bladder somehow well boy she really downed that one didn't she <laughs> all the way down what yeah. happens on saint patrick's day lands in the er several years later uh yes definitely it had been there for three or four years oh wow. my goodness and there's actually pictures of this i, I don't want to see i'm not gonna well it's just a, see. of the, the uh, glass and all that it doesn't show you any of the bladder but um, the glass itself was, I believe, like a dark greenish oh, color. Oh, my goodness. The stone that was around it is enormous. I mean, yeah. it is huge. This woman had to be in quite a great deal of pain. So the glass is in your body, and your body tries to Whoa. reject it, and it makes this big old stone. So well, I think we're just giant it. oysters at this point. You're making a pearl, sort of, trying to smooth out the rough uh, edges and that everything. It's gross knowing that it's been in, uh, yeah. Well... There's the x-ray of it, too. Well, how did that happen? You had to be doing something like... Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you've seen other pictures online of, of people. Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's a little chipped. Does I know, that mean it's, that it's some of that glass good is shape, still in right? there? Oh, I don't know. So um, here's the probably the most amazing part of all. All right. Surgeons were able to remove the stone and the shot glass. This is a three-inch wide stone. Wow. And she was out of the hospital in two days. No oh. shots. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> two days. I mean, she has a three-inch. Think about that. That's bigger than a golf ball. You're starting to get into croquet ball or a tennis ball size at this point in her bladder. <sighs> and they removed it, and she's back happy on her way again. Mm -hmm. I, how much pain must she have been in for how long with that thing? Well, I just think about, like, I had buddies with kidney stones and stuff. And those are not much tinier. Right. And, you know. Well, I think they're trying to pass through a passage. They are, I think this they one are. just decided it was going to live there. Yeah. Well, could you imagine passing a shot glass? No. <laughs> no, uh, I cannot. I don't uh, know how it got there to begin with, and I definitely don't want to pass it. That ain't a shooter, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pooter. <laughs> Oh, the, the bladder. We need to explain to you how that all plumbing works. Oh, there. that's true. That's true. Never mind. <laughs> but um, I just, you got to think that whatever she did, she was embarrassed about. Well, sure. And yeah. so rather than go to, I would go straight to the ER room. I might no. go one out of my town. I might go to Atlanta and be like, hey, I did something really stupid last <laughs> night. Help me out. I feel like if it was that wild of a night, though, where she swallowed a shot glass, she probably didn't remember doing it. But, but still, people are going. They're going to judge, okay? And it's what's going to happen, all right? 
It's going to be the same thing as the Gorilla Glue girl who made all that money. Yeah, right. And she got you know put glue in her hair for being, dumb. Oh, for, yeah. you know, for being stupid. And then somebody's going to grab hold of that story and like we can make millions. Just let us talk about this. Well, this is more yeah. embarrassing than the, the Gorilla Glue girl. But I will say her hairspray is awesome. No. <laughs> My hair doesn't yeah. move. Yeah. I'll tell you, Tom, you did say about going to Atlanta. That's a great idea, but you'd also have to pay cash because I could go, I could imagine going to my doctor here later and he sees my medical report. Oh, I see a used for insurance in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's done that to me before when I went to other uh, places. Has he really? Yes. He. Why, why, yeah. you, you've had to go to other places because you had weird stuff happen to you like this lady? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that uh, I had went to the uh, to the hospital one time. The ER, I thought I was dying. Yeah, wow. And he knew every test they took. And yeah. So it's like it's they're all connected. No matter. Well, that makes does. sense, I guess. But you're right. If you didn't want them to know that yes. particular thing, you better pay cash and lie about your name. Yep. Wow. And I'm, I'm just I'm just that's embarrassed about my hemorrhoid coming up every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I don't want anybody. No, y'all don't tell anybody. About okay. That. Not. I'll, I'll use your name next time I go. I was going to say I'm Tom Steele. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have some bad things on our records. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. All right, there's a lot of crazy news coming out of Russia and Ukraine. Oh, and we try not to delve into the depressing parts of that stuff because you don't need to start your day off like that. But I saw a story about someone in the Ukraine who hit a literal jackpot in the mm-hmm. lottery over there for all practical purposes. Okay. And I thought this was pretty neat. A gentleman by the name of Igor. Oh, Igor. (laughs) I mean, he's already got a tough start on things right there, right? I mean, he's Dr. Frankenstein's uh, assistant. He's a movie star. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in this world, he's a farmer, and he takes a stroll through the forest near his home every morning. Mm -hmm. But he stumbled across something and laid claim to it, and now he's a millionaire. Oh, did he do like with a medical detector or something? No, he did not use a medical detector at metal, all. Metal. Um, he did not need a metal detector. This was easy enough to find without one. Okay. He found an abandoned Russian tank. What? A, a running operating tank with a missile system inside. Oh, that would be so much fun to drive. Honk, so honk. he asked uh, someone, what can I do with this? And they said, you know, the president, Zelensky, just made a law. And he just signed a law into effect that says if you find any Russian stuff left over, it's yours. So oh, he, wow. he turned in the paperwork at his town, and he is now the proud owner of a $15 million Russian tank. Wow. It is a Soviet-era tank, which makes it sound old and beat up, but it's still got a working missile system in it. And so he is pretty excited. As they say in Ukraine, scrap metal is very value valuable. So even if he just sold it for scrap metal... Uh, he's going to make a lot of money on it. But it's, right now it runs and he can drive it around. Can you imagine finding something like this and Woodruff Road gets backed up and you're like, I got this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> around Christmas time. That's yeah. how use it. They said it may seem like a joke for someone to claim discarded weaponry, but it's actually legally binding after Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky signed a law allowing seizure of Russian property in Ukraine. Yeah. And uh, there was a moment in time, and this happens very quickly in our world, but he was actually listed as one of the operators of tank equipment in the Ukraine on the Wikipedia page. They, someone saw this story, so they added him to the <laughs> Wikipedia page. Really? 
Um, but huh. it is a Russian Army 9K330 Tor Sam system abandoned in the forest, and he owns this 15 or $20 million surface-to-air missile system. Does it have Bluetooth? GPS. <laughs> 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 Probably. Yeah. Can you imagine jamming to Katy Perry in that thing? <laughs> Fireworks. <Perry>. Yeah. <laughs> Have uh, I seen that movie? Fireworks. What movie now? Oh, I don't know. With the yeah. guy Seth Rogen and um. Uh, you know what? Maybe next time, me and uh, the girls get together, we'll watch that one. It's pretty good. It's a chick flick. The Pineapple <laughs> Express. <laughs> Seth Rogen. I don't know if he's in any chick flicks. They're in the big tank and they're singing uh, Katy Perry's Fireworks. Okay. And they're jamming out. I think out. I saw that on the trailer for that movie that I can't so remember the good. name of either. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say this yeah. is going on more and more over there. Last week, a group of men in Kharkiv. Command, commandeered a tank and cheered and laughed as they drove a T-80 BVM armored battle vehicle across snow-covered fields. That's got to be kind of crazy. <laughs> Here you are. You know, you've got the war. It's a pretty bad situation. But then all of a sudden you find a leftover tank or battled armor vehicle and you're like, let's go have some fun, guys. <laughs> you won't have to wait long at the drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty crazy. I mean, it's a little scary. If someone here had a, a tank that yes. was fully armored up and had the surface-to-air missile, I'd be nervous about that a little bit. Yeah, it might be some old person, though, and their blinker be flashing all, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, you know what? You'd ride behind them politely, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would yeah, I'd, say anything. Yeah. My road rage would decrease a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. They say an armed society is a polite society. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is pretty funny that this guy just basically went out walking through the woods, found a Russian tank, climbed in, and the keys are in it, and it started. And Finders he drove keepers. it back to his farm, and then he founds out he gets to keep it. That'd be <laughs> neat. That'd be especially I'd, the people that I, that I didn't like. Oh wow! I'd park that <laughs> sucker in the barn, and we would get it out for some fun every now and then. Could you imagine being the spouse? He comes home with this, and she's like, "You are not keeping that." And he's like, "President said I can." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty good argument right there. Mm -hmm. So at least a feel-good story out of the Ukraine situation there is you got a farmer with a tank. I mean, that's doesn't get much more feel good than that <laughs> imagine it's kind of like the back roads over here in simpsonville where they're driving a tank or a john deere tractor down the road yeah <laughs> you see a you big old behind them yeah I know. <laughs> hawk and tom on b93.7